Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> welcome to Good Deeds. I am Dr. Renee Sunday, and I am the Platform Builder. What we do here, we help you shine your light to the world. And people say, Dr. Sunday, what is that light that you're talking about? That light is your goals, your dreams. Guess what's your passion, your purpose, and, of course, your destiny in life. What we do, we want you to shine that, shine that greatness all over Guess what? The world. We want you to actually be global because the greatness you have inside of you right now, someone right now is praying, someone right now is worried, someone right now feels frustrated, and they feel like they cannot achieve a thing because that greatness needs to come out. Because you don't let them know that they're not alone, number one. And then number two, they'll realize that some of the things that you did, guess what? Mm-hmm. They can do it themselves. That's the amazing thing about your purpose. You have to realize, and the quicker you learn it, the better, that it's not for you. It's always for somebody else. So that's what we do. And me personally, I am the platform builder. So what I do is I help people identify their purpose if they're not aware. And then we build a platform to be seen, be heard, and guess what? Get paid. Mm-hmm. The ching ching. <laughs> so that's what we do. We do that through radio, TV, podcasting, also through our publishing company. Uh, me being an international uh, speaker and a best-selling author of all the books that I have, uh, I have penned. But you know, we have an amazing show today. But I just want to talk to you just real quickly before we have our guests in queue. The thing about it is you have to make sure you don't look for validation, if you will, uh, from other people. Um, As you know, I am an apostle, and um, we have to realize that God gives us our validation. We need to realize that people will change quicker than a blinking of the eye. Your eyelashes go down, they ain't changed their mind. (laughs) And we have to realize that um, social media has allowed us to do a lot of things, a lot of things we unfortunate. And I'm saying we because that means people in general, we compare ourselves. We actually put too much on social media, if, if you ask me personally. I mean, some things that we should keep in our own bosom, as my mom and grandma used to say. But a lot of times I know we want to encourage somebody else, but really is that encourage somebody else? Really, is it really? Always, always in my team, they know me. So when we put something on social media, I guarantee we thought about it not once, not twice, but three times because we want the other person to be motivated and inspired that they can move forward in this journey we call life. So by me boasting in a thing, by me, you know, it doesn't doesn't help. And uh, to me, that's not giving any glory if I'm boasting, right? It's all about God and the things that we're doing. And, you know, I always say the three things you have to do is you have to be authentic. Yeah, you got to be tell the truth. <laughs> you got to be yourself. And then the thing is you got to make sure you do your own therapy before we can actually help somebody else. And then we need to be consistent. And then we need to give people value. Give them value. Yes, yes, yes. Especially as spiritual leaders, we need to make sure that we – Seeking first, what, the kingdom of God. Yeah, I'm here to tell you. But we're not going to delay it, but I just wanted uh, someone asked me some questions about that this morning. I just wanted to reflect uh, part of the, that's the Dr. 
Ask Dr. Renee. <laughs> so I wanted to use that for that uh, spinoff today because we have to be very mindful of what we do and what we say because so many people are watching us. But then the thing is, you're not doing that because of that. We want to ask sure, make sure that we're doing the consistent things that actually tell people about our character. You always look at the fruit, and the fruit is not always shown in public. I'll just say amen on that and leave it where it is, okay? <laughs> Hallelujah. But anyway, here at Good Deeds, you know what we do. We're going to actually bring our amazing guests in. But what we want to do is give one of our premium sponsors the time to say what they actually bring to the table. And then what we're going to do, we have the amazing Blossom Rogers with us this afternoon, morning, afternoon, depending on you listening live or if you listening to the archive over on YouTube. She's a CEO and founder of, guess what, From Under a Bridge Incorporation. She's a TV host. She's an author. She's an amazing speaker, motivational and transformational because, guess what, when you hear her say something, you're going to be actually impacted and you're going to want to actually change. She's actually certified as a, so many counselors, you know, a drug counselor. But the thing, let me tell you this, she wants you to know, that the experience she's been through, and I'm not going to put it out the bag. I love it when I hear her story. She's written three books. Two is Under a Bridge, one and two. And her latest is, guess what, uh, And They Last. Now, that's, that tells you something right there. But she's working on so many things, and we just thank God that God uh, just restoration in her life. But we're going to do our, uh, our spotlight right here for our premium sponsor, and then we're going to be right back and have this amazing woman of God just tell us whatever she needs to say that we actually can be impacted, influenced, and actually we can do better and continue to do the things we do in life, our good deeds that we do in our purpose and our passions and our destiny. You know, this is Good Deeds, and I'm Dr. Renee Sunday. We'll be right back. This is John Schamberger, founder and CEO of Millionaires Trainings Only Only. We are proudly to support and listen to Good Deeds Live every Mondays and Thursday at 5.30 Eastern Standard Time with your host, the platform builder, Dr. Nate Sunday. So remember, wherever your mind can conceive and believe in your purpose, it can achieve. And don't stop. Get it, get it. <laughs> you know that's out my thing. Don't stop. What? Get it, get it. And what you got to get, you got to get your purpose and get your purpose now because guess what? Somebody's waiting on you right now. But we're going to welcome with our amazing guest. We have the amazing, amazing world changer. Guess what? Miss Blossom Rogers here with us. Are you there? Hey, I, I'm here. I'm here. How you doing? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Welcome to Good Deeds. Good Deeds. Love you, love you, love you, Miss Blossom. How you doing today? How you doing? I'm doing good. Um, just got back in town. You know, I was up in Atlanta. I was up there in Atlanta hanging out with y'all today. Oh, well, good. Yes, yes. I'm actually in Florida. I had to go to some a little warmer. <laughs> so I'm, always, I'm going somewhere. Man, I always go somewhere. But tell us, you know, your your testimony and the things that you're doing in your life is just so amazing. But tell us a little bit more about yourself and this amazing journey that you have in your life that you actually really impacting people that they actually know that they're not alone and they actually can move forward and what God has placed in them to come out. 
where I am not the one to gossip, but I'm here to spread the gospel. God is uh, good. Uh, As you know, um, I give God all the glory and the honor, and I ask God to show you favor for allowing me to share your platform with you because you could have said no. But like I said, I thank God for the opportunity. But like you said, my name is Blossom a grateful, grateful recovering addict. Um, I was on crack cocaine for 19 years, but God, I have 14 years clean. So God has blessed me to write three books telling my life story. And you know what, Apostle? One thing I can say, I'm not ashamed of nothing I've done, okay? Um, I've done everything out there, but that was the animal. I said, uh, I'm the author of three books, my First book is called From Under a Bridge. My second book is called From Under a Bridge 2. And my third book is called And They Laugh. Because you know what? You better know what kind of laughing you're dealing with. Are they laughing with you or are they laughing at you? It's two, two, two different types of laughter. Um, I let everybody know that I'm not perfect, but I serve a perfect God. Um, I just got so much to say. You know, you know, you got you to gotta do be obedient, do things decent and in order. So I'm going to let you ask me a question. Then we're going to see what God tell me to say, okay? <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. You know, you know of course, I want to uh, ask you uh, in regards of, you know, the thing about it is I love how you say you're not ashamed of what you've been through. But let me, let me you know, there's so many people that's dealing with X, Y, Z and, and all that above. You have so much. Okay, so I, so you said I could just go on and I could just go on and be real. I could just be real. Yes, okay, let ma'am. me tell you about. <laughs> okay, because you know some you know some church folks you know they be wearing their hats and they keep with dresses and they show the past, but you they don't tell you about what they've been through. But I'm here to tell you that I'm saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. And I, and like I said again, I'm not ashamed of nothing I've been through. But um, in book one it tells you what led me to smoking crack cocaine. Now I just turned 53 years young on Tuesday, but for 19 years. Like I said, I smoked crack cocaine. And when I was coming up, you know, Apostle, we couldn't talk about whatever happens in the house, it stays in the house. Um, I went through molestation, and I want people to realize if they went through that, it was not there. Because, you know, our abuser wants to make us seem like it was our fault, and we did wrong. Um, I also talk about in my book how I, um, how I got pregnant at an early age, how I end up... Um, how I got um, married at a young age and how I ended up going with a guy who was already on crack cocaine. And I thought I could change him, but, you know, we can't change nobody but ourselves. In book number two, I talk about how I've been to prison. My prison number is 589931, how I got delivered from a homosexual lifestyle, how I was involved with a man that was HIV, but God be the glory. I have 14 years clean. I don't have HIV and I don't have AIDS. Uh, God bless me to mm-hmm. talk about in the book how I had a man to leave me for a man. And, and Apostle, I tell you, I did everything out there but slept with an animal. And people, one thing I've learned, people going to laugh at you. But you know what? You got to continue to keep doing what you need to do for yourself. No, it wasn't easy for me to get off the drugs. I had to depend on God because, you know, 
our mind is a battlefield, and we know that our mind changes one minute after another minute. But I have been in so many treatment facilities and so many times in jail, um, mental hospitals. I was in a uh, hospital one time with alcohol poisoning. I didn't know I had been in a rubber room for three days, you know, and I had people that laughed. I had people that spit on me. I had people that beat me down. But but God will always have the last laugh. He will always have. He will make mm. your enemies your footstool. And you can't worry. That's why I want the listeners to hear this too. You can't worry about what people are going to say. People are going to talk about you regardless, okay? My grandmama said if they stop talking about you, that means you done played out, you know? Get them something to talk about. So what I had to do, I had to decrease and let God increase. That's what we have to do. We're taking God out of a lot of, a lot of stuff when we're trying to do things on our own. I could not do this on my own. Um, I had to have God. I got to keep God. If I don't continue to keep doing the things that I uh, need to do, I'll end back back up in a dope hole. You know, um, you have a lot of people saying, oh, I, I didn't like the high. Yes, we did because we wouldn't have stayed out there. For, it meant that I was an unfit mother. That meant that I was a prostitute. That meant that I was a prison number. That meant that I was a diagnosed mental illness, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, I was diagnosed with all them things, but the main thing was I want to stop smoking crack. It's just like you get burned. And you know, if you put a band-aid over that burn, it's not going to heal right. So you're going to have to snatch that mm-hmm. band-aid off. And why we get high is because we don't want to feel anymore. You know what I'm saying? We don't want to, we don't want to, I used to tell people that um, I would rather get a lick than a word because words stick with you for the rest of your life. But God can take the words are going to come back to you now. They're going to come back. That's just that's just the way it is. That's the way I bring things. But you don't have to go back to the people, places, or things. You know what I'm saying? Um, like I said, I don't try to uh, speak proper or nothing like that. I just be blossom because then you can reach more people when you can be you. When you can be real with yourself, you can be real with anybody else. And like I said, Apostle, no, I'm not perfect. God knows I'm not perfect. But I serve a perfect God. And and my favorite scripture is Jeremiah twenty nine eleven because and I'm paraphrasing it. I don't care what we go through, we're supposed to expect a great ending. Not when we go to heaven. We can have in heaven here on earth. Um, I tell everybody I'm still a hustler. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I'll hustle some day or that, but now I hustle for the Lord. So the same way that I used to knock on them dope boys' doors and beg for crack cocaine or just ask them for what can I do to get this, is the same way I do when it comes on going on TV shows, radio shows, getting speaking engagement. Because, like I say, people need to hear that you can be delivered, but you got to want it. I try to do it for mama. I try to do it for kids. But today I do it for Blossom because Blossom don't want to go back up under that bridge. And then I actually stepped in a car. It was a 1993 dynasty. I, when I didn't have money for a room, I would pull up under a bridge and get in the back seat. And one thing I could say, no one ever came out there and hurt me, touched me. I didn't never get in trouble until I got in the front seat and went across town. That's when I got in trouble. But I tell everybody, mm. come from up under your bridge and live. Now, my bridge might be different from your bridge. Everybody got a bridge. But come from up under there and mm-hmm. stop letting people tell you what you can and can't do. If God said you can do it, you can do it. You understand what I'm saying? But I'm not saying it was easy coming out with my with, with my secret. I'm not saying that. But when you're going to have people telling you don't do this and don't do that, but you better listen to what God tells you to do. God has the last say. Mm-hmm. So, because the same ones that's telling you don't do it, what it is sometimes, they don't mm-hmm. have to, uh, enough strength or, uh, to do what they have been called to do. So it's just like a, a bucket of crabs. If I can't do mine, you're going to stay down here with me. But, God, you're going to have to be obedient because it's best to be obedient. 
it's best to be obedient than sacrifice. So like I said, I just give God all the glory, and the best has has yet to come. It really has. I was um sent to Atlanta today for training, training, mm-hmm. uh, drug training. But God, I'm telling you how God is good. God bless it. They was uh, doing a um a short film, and God opened up the door where I was able to tell my story today. And so I posted them on Facebook today, and that wasn't nobody but God. I went up there to learn about uh, the opioid uh, epidemic. And God to open the door, I'm um, mm-hmm, going to be mm-hmm. part of the filming. So, like I said, we just have to do what God tells us to do. No, it's not easy. I'm not saying that. But since I've been here in Alabama, and we're still going to have life issues. I don't call them problems because the problems seem so heavy. They're life issues. Just like the woman that had the issue of blood, she just touched the hymn, and she was healed. So that's what it takes for a lot of people. Just, we need to touch the hymn. We need to go to God and just say, Lord, this is who I am. You created me. He, he already knows. You just got to be real with him. So by me um, moving from Florida, because that's where everything happened, I moved to Alabama. I was married at the time. But we're divorced now due to love. Mm-hmm. And people say love. I say yes, because he talked he talked to other women and brought another woman in our home. So that, that's the, that season's over. But I was the type of person, uh, apostle, that got high if a bird got killed. But when I went through that, I wouldn't wish that on my worst skin because the woman called me and told me how she had been in my house. And I cried out to the Lord. That's one thing about our God. We can cry out to him no matter what time of day or night it was. I cried out to him because I did not want to go back up under that bridge. Um, another issue came up. Once I got divorced, I lost my home. Very first time trying to buy a home, um, I lost it to foreclosure. But I still didn't go back to people, places, and things. After that, I ended up losing my car to repo. Still didn't go back because I want to stay clean and sober. Like I said, it's two things I don't want to ever experience. That's to be homeless again or to live and, I mean, to die and, and have never lived because I wasn't living when I got done. God, it was God's grace and mercy. So like I said, and then book mm-hmm. number three, it's the self-explanatory. And they laughed. I mean, when I lived up on that bridge, it was smelling. I, I, I didn't like water, and water didn't like me. You know what I'm saying? So when mm-hmm. people used to smell me coming before they, <laughs> they see me coming. Now, I'm just being honest, Apostle, because like I said, somebody needs to hear this today. Somebody needs to be set free. I can't sit here and sugarcoat nothing because, like I said, we're going to be accountable when we stand before the Lord. What did you do with your mm-hmm. talent? You know, you got so many people that sit on their talents, bear them and all that. I wouldn't do that. Oh, God, and ask you to do this. He asked me to do it. But like mm, I said, um, mm, God good. bless it. I'm, I'm, Apostle, I'm just I'm just being real. We're going to be accountable. When we stand before him, he's going to say, why didn't you do what I told you to do? Whose report are you going to believe? Like I said, um, the books have been out for 10 years uh, from Under Bridge 1 and 2, and my third book has been out four years. And then, like I said, you know, just all the doors that God has been opened just for me to go tell my story, you know. Um, people told me I was going to be a crackhead for the rest of my life. And I had acclaimed it I was going to be a crackhead, but God has the last say so. But since I've been here in Alabama, you know, God bless it, I have a 501c3, which is called From Under a Bridge, Safe Haven Home for Women. Mm-hmm. I went before Habitat and just told mm-hmm. them my, my dreams and, and what I wanted to accomplish. I mean, I'm going to tell you how good God is. When God gave me my status, I got back in touch with the um, director. Like she told me, she said, Blossom, she said, I forgot to call you. I said, oh, Lord, she ain't going to do nothing for me. But I'm going to tell you, God's ways is better than our ways. She said, we can't uh, build your home. She said, but we have a piece of land that we're never going to use, and we're going to give it to you. And uh, Paul, I just mm. sat there with my mouth open. I said, because who would give somebody land? I'm talking about the God that we serve, okay? So God blessed me. 
had a lawyer to do my paperwork. He didn't charge me because he was allowing me to uh, pay him, you know, uh, installments. He said, Blossom, this is on me. I said, mm-hmm. God be glory. The young lady who designed the house for me, which is a three-bedroom, two-four-bath, washer-dry, kitchen, nook area, uh, she had set up payment plans for me as well. So we met at Barnes & Noble, of all places. She said, Blossom, mm-hmm. you are an author. I said, yes, ma'am. She said, well, I'm going to the beach this weekend. I don't have anything to read. Mm-hmm. Give me a signed autograph book, and we'll call it even. Girl, I ran down to the biography department because God bless it. They're on the shelf here in Tuscaloosa. Mm-hmm. Snatched two books off and signed it. That's how God blessed me the payment of the house, of the house, um, design. Um, when it came down to my building permit, it was 1501. I had a woman of God give me $1,500 bills, and God got me so spoiled with this assignment. I said, I, so I got to put your dollar in? She said, yeah. When I went to the uh, city hall, I had $1,500 bills in four quarters. So that's how God paid for that. So now I'm working with the organization. Mm. It went from 130 down to 110 down to 80. And God bless me. I'm working with the organization now. They told me, they said, Blossom, if you raise $40,000, we'll build the house for you. Mm-hmm. So I'm just telling you, this house would be for women that want to stay clean and sober. They could stay eight months to a year, teaching them how to get back this in our house and to be able to help them get back out there mm-hmm, in society. Mm-hmm. So like I said, that's what it's about. Everything I went through is working for my good. It didn't feel good at the time, but it's working for my good. Mm-hmm. And that's blocking. Right. Well, let me ask you this because a lot of times, um, and, and, and you know, every, like you said, every, I love how you said that. I'm going to have to use that sometimes. Um, everybody have, have something that they only the bridge about. But, you know, right. What should we? Because I, because I, I have a burden in my heart that a lot of times people tell the the low end, if you will, of the story, and then the high end. You know, I'm so glad that you tell us the in between. But 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 you know, it's always somebody that's in that in between, and you you know God is talking, but you really think that's another voice. You know what I'm trying to say? You know, and thinking that you're going crazy or whatever. You know. Can I expand a little bit about that on that on that stance? Because I know I just feel in my spirit somebody's listening live or in the archive. This may be even five, ten years from now. That someone's right. in that middle valley, they hear God, but then they kind of say, okay, am I hearing another voice? You know how that goes. So speak on that. And, well, then, you, and then, go ahead. Okay, well, you know, I, I still go through that too because you know you be you be saying now, okay, wait a minute, is this me talking or is this him? Uh, and one thing about God, if he, uh, when He's talking to us, it's a certain kind of way. You know how your mama used to could say your name mm-hmm. and you knew that that was your mm-hmm. mama's voice. I don't care how many women was in the crowd, but you knew that was your mama's name. And it's sometimes possible. I ask God before I go to sleep. I say, Lord talk to me in my dreams because I dream. I'm a dreamer. You know what I'm saying? And that's mm-hmm. when he can talk to us because every our whole body is relaxed. We ain't thinking about the balls. Mm-hmm. We're not thinking about what that child got into. We relax our minds. Now, I'm not going to say I've made the right moves all the time. You know what I'm saying? Because I've missed some corners. But I just thank God that the God that we serve, He he's the type of God that allows you to take the test over. You know what I'm saying? Like when the teacher, and then sometimes <laughs> I had to learn two apostles. When I don't hear him, don't give word because when a teacher is giving us a test, she don't say a word while she's giving the test. Do you understand what I'm saying? You don't get, you don't know the answer until mm-hmm. you give that paper back. So when we when we can't trace God, we still gotta trust Him. Right, amen. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
That's a good one. Oh, I love that. She <laughs> said, when you can't trace God, you God. You still got to trust him. Because he told wow, he'll never leave us, no forsake us. Now, that's what he told us. Now, if he lied, he's going to have to get off his throne. And he said he was not going to trust his glory with anyone. And that's what she said. So when you can't trace, when you can't figure out what's going on, he still got the thing worked out. He still, he wants you to, tra- he wants you, he wants to know what you got. He knows what he to put inside. He knows already, but he wants you to know what is inside of you. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, when, like when my father died, me and my father were very close, very close. My father died. God had anointed me to be. I probably would have been laying next to him crying, hollering. But God anoint he knows what he put in us. He know he created us. He thought about us before we was even put in our mother's womb. Before my mom and daddy went down that building, I was already thought about already ordained for such a time as this. So it's nothing that we can do to stop him from from us fulfilling what our destiny is. We might delay it, but we it won't be not to die. Mm-hmm. That's it, girl. That's it. We just gotta, you know. My grandma used to say, "We have to don't be, don't rush God because <laughs> He know what He's doing." I remember Grandma used to always say that, and she was so truthful. Now, tell us a little bit more uh, because you know people need you all over the the world. I mean, really, with your story of how people can actually really bounce back from whatever they have up under their bridge. Um, you know, with you speaking all over the world, with you having your television show, uh, and, and one thing I, I love about you that you're very humble. And when you go to to one place, you ended up you getting blessed for something else. So we just thank you God know what for you, that. But tell you are a true you ahead. are a true apostle because I'm gonna tell you that you just spoke something I hadn't even opened my mouth while we're riding back from Atlanta today. Uh, I got a comment up under the, the pictures from the, the taping of the show. So she said, get in touch with me as soon as possible. So I called her. How about God open up another door while I was riding back? So like I said, God is good. We we got to stay humble. You get all big-headed and start, like my old people say, start smelling yourself. You're going to play yourself out the pocket. We got to stay humble. We got to decrease and let God increase. I wouldn't care if there's only three people in the crowd. Don't look at the crowd. Talk to them, the ones that have been ordained for such a time as that. Them, the ones that God wants there at that time. I And I had to be honest, I used to think about, oh, it ain't nobody here. I, why I'm here. But that one person, if we can help one person, everything, everything's right on time. So we can, don't look at the crowd. Don't don't look at the faces. Started my uh, sharing my story about how God delivered me from the homosexual lifestyle. I had this lady to turn her nose up at me. Now, uh, Apostle, I had to, oh. the flesh had to flared up. Because let me tell you one thing, there's nothing good in the flesh. I had wanted to go back down south on her, but I had to remember how much I was supposed to retain her. So I looked at her. You, cause you got to be real about that thing. Because the way she looked at me, like, disgusting. Yeah, it was disgusting, but that was the lifestyle I was living at the time. But no one can judge anybody. You understand what I'm saying? So I told her, I said, let me tell you one thing. If you ever had a man to cheat on you and come back home, that's the same kind of, that's the same kind of way. Don't get it twisted. I tell people, I'm saved. But I'm not soft. Don't get it twisted. I still love the Lord and he loves me. But don't try to come and step on my toes, you know, because everybody got, and we got a generation to come up. You know, you sit right here picking and laughing at everybody, but you got to remember you got children, grandchildren. It can hit your house, too. You're, you're not untouchable. 
So that's what we have to remember, staying humble and letting God lead us, and letting God tell us what we need to do. And I'm not saying it's easy, not saying that easy at all. But when you know, and another thing I want the listeners to know, always know who you are and who you belong to. And that's not being cocky because when you can say, I know that my name is Blossom, I know that God cleaned me up, and I know that God is nothing that can pluck me out of his hand. That's just letting people know mm-hmm. that you're confident where you where you at. Um, God bless me. I still have the clothes, the shirt, the shoes, and the purse that I had on that night when he called me out at Crack House. And you know what, Apostle? I couldn't throw them clothes away. I tried to give them away. Didn't know that he was going to use it on down the line. So I tell people, if you can't wear my shoes mentally or physically, then there's nothing you can tell you. Because you know you have a lot of people that read books. and uh, You can stop if you want to. If you haven't been through what I've been through, then there's nothing you can tell me. A lot of people go to school, so God bless me. Um, and that's a true policy. Girl, you get out that crack if you want to. You don't know what I went through. You you don't know. So, like no, I said, um, God bless me. He certified me out there in the street. But then now he's on book smart. So book smart and freak smart. That's why I tell people that I work at the treatment facility, they come up to me with, with they think it's new games. But I keep telling them, y'all forgot that I smoke crack. Game recognized game. You know, spirits no spirits. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, you got to call this, speak them thing, call them out. Stop playing with them because they're not playing with us. We're not fighting flesh and blood. Darkness, that's what we got to do. Like I said, like the homosexual spirit. See how it's taking over our children rapidly. You know what I'm saying? Stop saying uh, they, mm-hmm. they, they were born like that. We wasn't born like that. That's a choice of lifestyle. So it is what it is. And like I said, always remember, are they laughing with you or at you? Mm. That is so powerful. Lord Blossom, I just love you. Do us a favor and tell us if if we missed anything that we need to address, and then please tell us how we can follow you on social media, how we can get your amazing literature, just to be part of your I mean, support team and the things we need to do to, to, to continue to be in your corner because, like you say, God, he hasn't shown you everything yet. There's more and more to come. Amen. Amen. Well, they can reach me on Facebook, Blossom Rogers. Um, they can um, email me at B-L-O-S, the number two, white, W-H-I-T-E, at yahoo.com. Check out my new website, which is Blossom Rogers dot weebly dot com and you can give me a call at 305-753-8164 oh i just love you well thank you so much for being first of all in your purpose and yielding to god but also we want to thank you so much for taking time out of being a part of good deeds if you need us for anything please please don't hesitate to contact us Yes, ma'am, and may God show you favor, and I love you. I love you, too. Take care now. All right. Bye-bye. Woo, Lord. Jesus, this woman, powerful as all the way. Ladies and gentlemen, please, please, please connect with her. I mean, she has a story to tell. But, you know, the thing is, what I love what she said, what you're going through, God, take care of you as well. But we love you, love you, love you. You know, if you want to be a guest on Good Deeds, please contact us at www.reneesunday.com. And then also you can just get in contact with us on social media, which reneesunday.com, Good Deeds Radio and TV. And also we have our 
drreneemd.com websites if you want me to be a be a media uh, not media but medical expert. I am a media expert as well. We'll be launching our Sunday Academy pretty soon, where you can actually become certified as a life coach, a grief coach, a media coach. Um, so give us give us a call so we can talk about it and see if that's good for you. But we want you to remember that you do have a calling. You do have a reason you were born. Guess what? You're not a mistake. You got to do three things. You got to believe. You got to trust. Guess what? You got to walk that thing out. And you got to don't stop. You got to get it, get it. And we love you here at Good Deeds. If you just want to talk and chat and you got a lot on your mind, we're here to talk with you, okay? But we love you, love you, love you. You know, this is Good Deeds. And I'm Dr. Renee Sunday. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.